President Idris Deby of Chad, Death of an Imperialist Puppet After decades of kleptocratic tyranny, French and U.S. imperialists are working to ensure power passes to Deby's equally corrupt and unpopular son. On the day of his election as president of his country for the sixth time, Idris Deby traveled hundreds of kilometers to the front line of the battle against rebels from the Front for Change and Concord in Chad, otherwise known in French as Front pour la Ternasse et la Concorde au Chad, or FACT. This is the sort of thing he had done on several previous occasions. As a hardened battlefield commander, that is where he felt most comfortable. On previous occasions, when faced with coup attempts, he had gone to the front line personally to direct campaigns. Quite a few of the rebels are former Chadian military officers. President Deby had faced a succession of uprisings since seizing power in a military coup in 1990. Only two years ago, France sent fighter jets to hit a rebel convoy heading for Najamina, the Chadian capital, while in 2008, French soldiers helped him beat back an earlier insurrection. But this time, he was not so lucky. He died from a bullet fired by one of the rebels. Thus came to an end of his three decades of brutal and kleptocratic rule. A Regional Strongman for Imperialism His hands-on approach and the strong army under his command had endeared him to imperialism, especially to French imperialism. He was at the center of a set of political and security apparatuses that covered the entire region, all under the direction of imperialist powers, particularly France. His usefulness to imperialist powers was such that they were only too happy to turn a blind eye to his dictatorial, repressive, and corrupt regime, which had turned oil-rich Chad into one of the world's poorest countries. France has 5,000 troops deployed in Operation Barkhane in the Sahel. They are there allegedly to fight against a jihadi threat. But actually, they are engaged in safeguarding French interests in its former African colonies, Francophone Africa. Now, not without reason did French President Emmanuel Macron attend Deby's funeral, characterizing him as a courageous friend of France just as the Chadian armed forces suspended parliament and installed Deby's 37-year-old son, four-star general Mohamed Idris Deby Itno, also known as General Kaka, to head a military government for, if it is to be believed, an 18-month-long transition period, in utter and contemptuous disregard of imperialism's self-proclaimed love for democracy, the rule of law, and such like hypocritical cant. French Foreign Minister Jean-Yves Le Drian defended the legal power grab by the Chadian military top brass in the name of stability, despite expressions of outrage from the opposition and from a general who spoke for a sizable section of the soldiers. Even a European diplomat in the region said that France, the former colonial power, had miscalculated by its reliance on Deby. 
Chad, its army and security structure, have for decades been the backbone of France's military alliance and operations in the Sahel. This backbone is now in serious jeopardy. The situation in the region is complicated by the fact that the rebels have ties to Libya's General Khalifa Haftar, who is believed to have used fact forces to secure an airbase in Libya. Haftar, for his part, has received support from France, as well as the UAE and Russia, France's rival for influence in the neighboring Central African Republic, or CAR. Russia's indirect support for the rebels threatens to become a proxy war between France and Russia. According to people with knowledge of that region, France is losing the CAR to Russia, and now the latter is believed to be pushing against French interests in Chad as well. Kleptocracy at the top, destitution for the masses. Chad's warrior and warlord family was never meant to safeguard the people of Chad against the jihadi threat. Its main purpose was to safeguard the selfish interests of the family and the small clique hailing from the higher echelons of the army, in alliance with and subservient to imperialism. The attitude of the imperialist powers to Debi can be summed up by saying that he was their son of a bitch. Chad's militarized state, whose armed forces are among the most professional and well-equipped in the region, gobbled up most of the country's resources so that they were, and presumably still are, a useful instrument through which imperialist powers could wage wars for domination of the region. Meanwhile, the country's 16 million people live in destitution, misery, and squalor. The literacy rates in this benighted country are about 30%, and life expectancy stands at a mere 54 years. On the United Nations Development Index, Chad ranks 187th out of 189. A vast country, Chad is four times the size of Germany and straddles the semi-barren Sahel Belt, lying at the crossroads of several violent conflicts. France, with 5,000 troops headquartered in the Chadian capital, Najmina, is bogged down, allegedly fighting several jihadi groups, from Mali to Burkina Faso, both of which lie to the west of Chad, via Niger. The fighting in the region has claimed thousands of lives, with two million people displaced. In this troubled region, Davy was an imperialist ally, more appropriately, a gun for hire, in the opposite words of David Pilling, as well as being a much cheaper alternative to dispatching far greater numbers of soldiers from imperialist heartlands to a part of Africa that is increasingly being referred to as France's Afghanistan. In 2013, Davy's army fought alongside France in Mali, where France ousted rebels threatening a takeover of that country. In 2014, it helped to suppress fighting in the Central African Republic. Chad's army turned out to be the most effective fighting force in G5, an alliance encompassing Burkina Faso, Mali, Niger, and Mauritania, and allegedly aimed at thwarting the jihadi threat. Hence the support extended by France to Davy's bloodthirsty regime, and the eulogies offered on his death. 
Although France had saved Davy's regime on several previous occasions, this time it could not save him from dying at the hands of the armed opposition. Imperialism seeks domination, not democracy. A statement from the Elysee Palace effusively stated that France had lost a brave friend and a great soldier and president who labored ceaselessly for three decades for the security of his country and the stability of the region. One has to decode these words, for in their essence, they amount to saying that this ruthless kleptocrat served for three decades as a reliable servitor of imperialism in a region where its interests were under threat. Imperialism has little use for leaders who really do work ceaselessly for the security of their own countries and regions. Quite the contrary, leaders such as these are targeted for regime change. Not wanting to be left behind in securing its own interests, U.S. imperialism, through its State Department, mourned Davy's death, heaping generous praise on someone who had presided over the brutal suppression of all opposition through his dreaded security apparatus. In Davy's Chad, political freedoms were characterized by their non-existence, and human rights violations were an everyday routine, with opposition leaders, human rights advocates, trade unionists, and journalists living under constant fear of a knock on the door. Although many groups in Chad are opposed to the transfer of power to Debi's son, imperialist powers have thrown their weight behind a military takeover and are backing him just as they backed his father. But not much good will that stance do to them, for the solution to the problems in that region, including the jihadi threat, lies through economic development, improving people's lives and installing genuinely democratic institutions and regimes. If imperialist powers are really interested in fighting jihadi terrorism, which they are not, they have actually created this monster all over the world in the selfish interests of the robber barons of monopoly capitalism. Such success lies not through backing a tyrannical dynasty whose legitimacy does not go beyond the gun, 